Recorded live. Well, good evening. My name is Reverend Ernest Miller <coughs> out of Baltimore, Maryland. And this show is about prayer and healing. I do the praying, God does the healing. Ah, boy. Every week I come and I try to get people to come on here so that they can be prayed for. I see it all over the Internet, but I guess they only believe what they want to believe. I have another service that's going to come on on Wednesday night, praying here on a free conference call. And that number, it comes on 9 o'clock Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time. That number is one five six three nine nine nine. Two zero eight seven, and if you need a code, the code will be four eight seven five seven one, and tic tac toe sign, whatever you call that. That's how you get in there. And like I say, it's all about prayer and healing. It's about praying and letting people know that God is still alive and He still heals. And despite what people try to tell you and say, he's still around. He, he is definitely still around, believe me when I tell you. So that's basically what it is. I have a group called Grace and Glory, and that's on the Internet through Facebook, I guess. You just type in Grace and, Grace and Glory. And the only thing we do there is pray and give testimony, give God his glory. I see some people there, they get out, they come in and they get out because they can't advertise or they can't do this. But the group is not about that. It's about doing what God said. And God said, when I put it up there, that's what it was supposed to be doing. Not no quotations from the Bible, not no selling no underwear and sunglasses and nothing like that. I even posted my show on there. And then I realized I was advertising, so I had to take it back down. But I do have one called Reverend Ernest Miller Meditation with the Holy Ghost that's on there. So when you do that, that's just like you're asking for prayer. You go in there and you do that and just do what I'm telling you. But don't don't pay no attention to the website and the, and the call-in number for the radio show because I'm not on that. But just do the meditation. And once you do the meditation, the Holy Spirit will come to you. And you'll be fine. I've been reading the Bible. A lady was a lady was on the um, thing here, and she asked about she wanted to get a study Bible, but she said she wanted a study Bible so that she could study, but she was asking people to give her, you know, the names of one. I gave her the one called the Dake, D-A-K-E. The Dake Bible costs around about $75. You might even get it for 65 you go online. But if you buy that Bible, you'll never have to buy another one as long as you live, believe me. Because you could be in there on one page for a week. That's how That's how much. They, they go line by line in there, and they explain to you every line that's in there. And they, they explain it to you in English. They explain it to you about what the Hebrews would say, but it still be in English. But they they got a lot of stuff in there, a lot of stuff you haven't seen. 
They can tell you for every word that's in there, that the word demon, they they will explain that to you. They will explain what unclean spirit is, uh, iniquity. I mean, any word that you're looking for, they have it in there. The book is about three inches thick, maybe four. But it's the King James Version. And the only thing they did is just broke it down. And it's a good Bible. It's called the Dake. I have one. I got to read it. I had to put it down. It was just too much information. And but if somebody's trying to learn and trying to study, just you get one of them. You don't have to ask nobody nothing. But that's the way it goes. Now, like I said, this show is about prayer and healing. The other day, I was at a gas station and I was getting some gas, and. I'm an old man, and the lady, she must have been about in her 50s, so she saw me coming. She opened the door for me. So I said, uh uh-huh. I get more women open doors for me now than when I was a young man. So she smiled, you know, grinned a little bit. So I, when I went in to get the gas, I let her get in front of me. So when she left out, she was, she was already going out to pump her gas. So I got mine, and I was going out, so I was walking past her to get to my car. So I said to her, I said, um, you have any pain in your body? I said, God wants to bless you today. Do you have any pain? She said, yes, sir, my hip and all the way down my leg and my back. I said, is it hurting you now? She said, yes. I said, do you believe in God? She said, yes. I said, you believe in Jesus? She said, yes. I told her to lean up against a car. So she did, and she did what I told her to do. Or what, the, what the Holy Spirit showed me to tell her. And while I was praying for her, I told her, when I got finished, I opened her eyes. She, she was walking and she was mumbling. She couldn't believe what had happened to her. God had took it away. And she was saying, Mister, she said, all the pain is gone, but just a little teeny weeny bit. I said, hold on. I said, Father, I give this to you. I give this to you. And I felt God when he touched me. <clears throat> I said, check, your, check yourself out now. She hollered out loud as she could. Hallelujah. Now, you got people pumping gas, which I, I didn't give, really. But she had people pumping gas and stuff like that there. And she was hollering, thank you, Jesus, thank you. And they were looking. I guess the people said, what happened to her? But I just stood there with her, and I watched her praise God. She walked all past her car, all the way down the mine, back up with her hands up, thanking God. And that's how you're supposed to be grateful when God do something to you. You know, you give him his glory. That's all he's asking, which is not hard. If he does something for you, do something for him. And it ain't nothing to say, thank you, Father, thank you, Jesus, or thank you, Holy Spirit, or thank all three of them. But that's what she did. And she said, I need to get your number. So I gave her my number. She said, I'm putting it in my telephone. And I let her know if she had some friends that needed prayer, just give them my number. Don't call me and say, can I give me your number? Just give it to them. And if I'm home, I'll pray for them. If not, when I get home, if I see their number, I'll call them. But she was so thankful. That was that was the main thing. She was real thankful. And so... <laughs> Then the, the, the day before that, I 
posted on Facebook about the guy that got shot. We were, I was getting brake shoes put on my car. And while I was getting the brake shoes put on it, we were talking. So I could see him, like, try to move his shoulder. I said, you in pain? He said, yeah. I said, where? He said, my shoulder. He said, I got shot, Mr., about three or four times. So all in my back, down my leg. He said, I've been having pain for years. I say, well, come on and go with me while they wait while you wait for your car. I'm going over to get a sandwich. You can ride with me. So we rode over. So after we got the sandwiches, I told him, I said, you believe in God and Jesus? He said, yes. I said, if you believe what I'm going to say to you, you won't have that pain no more. And I told him what God wanted to do for him. And we prayed. And the man got out. I said, when he opened his eyes, I knew that the Holy Spirit had touched my head. He would look at him. He said, I don't believe this. I said, believe it. I said, get out the car and walk. So he got out the car and he started walking. And he said, he said, mister, my pain was at a level 10. He said, I'm walking around here. And he says, now I'm at a zero. He said, it wasn't like it eased out my body. It was like it was snatched out of my body. All the pain just left at once. I said, that's your God. And he hallelujah back, thank God and everything. But I have posted other similar miracles that I've seen God do on a, on a, on a um, Facebook and in the groups I'm in. And it's amazing <laughs> how people want, they're they sick and everything, half of them half dead and everything else. But they don't want you to pray for them. And I have no problem with that. Because I figure if you don't want me to pray for you, then God didn't send you. But they, it's just amazing how much religion stuff that you see they are with. You know, they're, they're religious. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But they didn't believe what God said. They have no idea about what God really is about. Oh, oh, yeah, they, we know his son went up on a cross. He died for us. Yeah, they know that. They know that by heart. They know 316 by heart. For God so loved the world, they know that. A couple more little scriptures and stuff like that. But they don't know what God is really trying to show them and tell them. When you read that Bible, you got to read it like, you're reading myths, like sorcerers, dinosaurs, and all that stuff roamed the earth, which you think didn't do, but they got statues of pictures and bones of them. But like how magic, magic was prevalent in them days. Someone could turn you, look how Moses turned his stick into a, a, a snake. So did the sorcerers. They turned their stick into a snake. They could change you. Some say they could change it. Some say they could change it into a frog or rabbit or whatever. But that was their magic. But nobody believed that. Not today. They believed it back then and there. That's why they were worshiping guys, Reverend God. That's why they were worshiping them. Those angels and stuff, they had power that you knew nothing about because we were dumb. There ain't no other word for it. We were dumb. But I was looking... I was looking for some stuff on the internet, 
and I saw where there's a lot of <coughs> blacks in the Bible, and you know they don't say by name, but by but if you go by what they're showing you, they, the Middle East had to be a people of color, and over there, and I don't even care if you're a white guy. I don't believe you can, if a man can go outside and, and sit in the sun for two hours and come back blistered because he didn't put the sunscreen on, if he didn't do that. This is a guy I'm talking about white. If he didn't do that, he's trying to he's trying to tan his skin. And sometimes he overroses, and now he's in pain because he didn't do it right. But what I'm saying, if these people walk around over there all these years, they they couldn't have been white. They couldn't have been. Even if they were, they, their skin tones wasn't white. You look at people from India, they got some people darker than me, browner than me. But they got hair like white people, nice and straight and curly and stuff like that there. We're the only ones with hair that has a problem. You had to get a blowtorch to uncomb it and stuff like that there. But what I'm saying is is this. The Middle East, it it, it was of color. But I heard, uh, what's his name, Uh, Farrakhan, call a white man the devil. And he, he he don't really have no reason to do that because he's worshiping a man that's dead. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he's dead. If he ain't producing. They say when he was here, he was running with children that was nine years old and married them and stuff like that there. But then he says, since he was the messenger of God, he was saying that kill those people that don't agree with him. God ain't, God is not the God, God is, Kill nobody. I, I, I'm just saying, we got problems on both sides. We got the blacks that want to be in charge, that, that made themselves a god, Muhammad. And you got and and I seen on there when they beat the kids because the kid couldn't remember the Quran. He didn't memorize it. God didn't tell you to memorize the Bible. He told you to write it on some paper, put it on your walls, your doors, and, and your hands, and, and read them until you get to know them. He didn't say he's going to kill you or beat you up because you didn't know it. I don't know all the Bible. I know some things in the Bible, but I don't, I'm not being punished by not knowing everything that's in there. And I don't want to know everything in there. All I want to do is know God. But they themselves Beat the children and everything. They, the women don't have no rights. Where a woman still uh, commit adultery, they cut her head off. You know, or they, the one I saw where they put the woman in the ground, head was taken out and made her and made her children stone her to death. These people say, "Who told you you had the right to judge somebody?" God told you you didn't. Who told you? that you could take somebody's life because they sin and you stand up and line your butt off but you ain't sin. That's why Jesus said, cast that first stone. 
I know ain't none of you in here that haven't sinned. Regardless of what the sin is, sin is sin. But these people, they, 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 they go, woman can't drive a car, she must keep her face and head covered up. See, they, and they're taking knives and putting them on the end of ropes and stuff and slashing their backs open and everything. So how 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 can they be? I saw one guy hit his back with that thing, and that thing opened him up like you sliced a piece of beef. Now they're going to drag him out there and carry him to the hospital. It's stupid. Stupid. I watched the other night on, on, on one where the people were trying to drive down the street, and the Muslims was out there beating the people's cars as they come past with big, long sticks, throwing rocks at them and everything. Guy run, jump all up on the car. Uh-uh. I will pull my pistol out and light your hind pots up. I bet you when you see that, that car come down the street again, you'll get up on the sidewalk. <clears throat> and the police won't do nothing to me because I feared for my life. I always remember that. That's the great escape now. I feared for my life. I'm coming down the street and a mob down there and they're rushing me and I'm blowing the horn and I'm trying to back up somebody there and I look up somebody at my window trying to reach in there. He's going to have three eyes. Well, Reb, you a reverend. I'll be one when I drive out of there, too. But I am not dying by the hands of a fool. I tell you that I, I'll give me, I'll give me twelve old people. Cause I'm an old guy. Peers, uh, you know, they say uh, your peers. I'll have them up there, and I say that could have been y'all. What would you have done? They come back not guilty. Let that man go. You know, God wants you to enjoy life. He said even when you were bringing your 10% to him, if the trip was too far, he said you got tired and you you just know you weren't going to make it in time. He said take that money and go into the inn, eat, drink, and be merry. Just have yourself a nice time with it. The intent was that I was bringing it to you. I just didn't make it. It's like trying to walk from here to Dallas, uh, Houston, Texas. You know, you tried, but you only got to Georgia. Hey, go in and enjoy yourself. God, God is not a cruel God, but God can be a mean God. He can be one. See what we don't see now. You, you gotta, you gotta look at those shows and stuff. You have to look at all them shows that you see on television where the guys are magicians. They're doing magic and stuff like that. They have tapped into that world. They have tapped into it. That guy, I don't know what his name is, Blake or whatever that is. He took a woman and a man and laid them on a bench across from each other. Then he he, he raised, he did something with his hand, took the man from the waist down over to the woman and put him on the woman and took the woman over to the man and then woke him up and they got up and walked and everybody ran. They walk and they were talking about what I got, and and he walked away. Now if he don't come back and fix it, see, this is what the Bible was trying to tell you. The Bible, I, I keep telling you, you're looking at the Bible wrong. You're looking at if I do this, all this good stuff gonna happen to me. Well, it might. I don't know why. I don't. I, I can't say what God to do, but I know from what I'm reading that you you're not gonna. You're going to have some problems. Because, first of all, Satan don't want you to gain an advantage over him. But when these people use this magic, they were using it back in there. 
Look at what God's trying to tell you. He's trying to tell you we got sorcerers. What is a sorcerer? They practice magic. They practice, they, they practice stuff like medicine and stuff like that there. But what God was telling you, they had these powers. That's why Jesus gave them to his disciples. They had this power. And Paul said to that, to that, 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 that Simon or whatever his name was that was a sorcerer, he said, you'll be blind. The words out of his mouth took care of business. Man ain't had no choice because why? Because God was in it. Just like when they met Moses. When Moses throwed that stick down and it turned into a serpent, first thing they did, they throw days down too. But what they did when they when when his snake ate it up, they thought they they didn't think it was God, they thought it was a more powerful sorcerer. That's that's what they thought Moses was. Until I think they got the lights. I'm not sure which one of them. One of them plagues he put on them. But whatever plague it was, they said, now we know this is the finger of God. They finally realized God was with Moses. And they backed off. He changed the river to, to red. They did the whole thing. They did the same thing. So they're showing you power that you have not tapped into. Power that you don't know nothing about. Now you got some people up here. They're doing witchcraft. Well, I don't believe in it, boy. God already talked about you in the Bible. My people. Oh, my people. You die from lack of knowledge. You die from lack of knowledge and ignorance. How ignorant can you be when I'm telling you this? I talk about witchcraft, thank God. I talk about it. That husband Jezebel. She was doing witchcraft, and I told her how she was going to end up, and she did. Now, you don't believe me. Why are you worshiping me? You don't believe what I say. Why are you asking me to help you when you don't believe it's going to happen anyway? Even you, they said, if God is for us, who can be against us? Satan. Satan can be against you because he don't want you to learn nothing. We have been, been we have been duped. And the first place that God said when he come back he's going to the church. And that's where your problems start. They 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 they're manipulating you so that you will be under their control. Not God, under theirs. God said they love the creature, talking about the preacher, more than the creator, talking about God. And you don't see it it's when you when you sit down and pray to God, you have to remember you got a spirit world out there. What what did what did what did the what did the angel say to Daniel? I've been out there twenty one days battling since the day you the day you prayed. The day you prayed I came. I was sent here to give you this answer. He said it had been for Michael. Michael must be a bad dude. Because he said, I've got two. Couldn't kill him, but they were definitely fighting him. But where were they fighting? They weren't fighting on the earth. They were fighting up in the skies, in the heavens. So, but you couldn't see him. Even Daniel couldn't see him. But he saw the angel when he finally got there. And the angel's letting you know, there's another, man, there's another world here. He said, I'm going back by Garcia. He said, because they're battling too bad. I might can get through there. The king of Persia might let me get through, basically. But he was letting you know there was a roadblock between earth and
heaven for you. Now, so God, what did he do when he got his son and you understood him? He sent angels to everybody. Everybody. And the angels that you have are uh, warriors. They can fight. But the idea is, it's just like God said in the end of the word. And the devil sits up here, and he sits here night and day accusing the brother. He said, before God, before God. Why is he doing that? Because when God want to bless you, the devil will say, ho, 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 he ain't repented. He ain't did nothing. He's still sinning. So you can't have him until he does. And rules are rules. God said, okay. But then God tried to throw you a little hint, you know, by letting something happen to you. Oh, Lord, forgive me for my sin. Ah, now we're in. But you cry because something happened to you. But at the same time, you weren't crying when you were sinning. So I prayed to God this morning. I asked him, what sins that have I committed that I haven't been forgiven for? I wish you would show them to me. Because I want to fight. Boy, if, oh, he turned me loose on that devil. That devil going to lead it. He's going to lead the state of Maryland. Believe me, he said, don't go down there. You tell them all, don't go down there. Ah, man, <laughs> he don't know. He don't know, and I don't care if he hears me. I'm going to try to tear his hind parts up because he ain't nothing. He's not nothing. Oh, hello, Holy Spirit. I noticed that when God let me pray with people, God comes, and he can't stop nothing. He can't shut me up, but he can't interfere. And the people get their blessing. But a lot of them go back and sin again, and when they do that, they open up another door. That door that, that happened is shut. <clears throat> and when I pray to God now, I, I, I've seen another way to pray to God. When I pray to God, I say, I bind it up and I cast it out. Let the angels take it so far away from earth that they can never find their way back until God calls for them. That way I ain't worried about that, that demon that's doing this coming back again. But not like, you know, you got more demons that might want to do stuff to you if you open the door for it. But you don't you don't recognize the demons. You don't believe. You know, you, you, you okay, I heard of unclean spirits, but if there's somebody ever talking to you and you explaining something to them and they say, but just shut up. Just shut up. Because why? They're getting ready to, to, to be the opposite of what you're saying. You can tell them, well, I wouldn't go down that way because uh, I've been shown that something might happen. Yeah, well, I got to go that way, but I said, did you hear me? Yeah, but look, man, I, I got, I, I, have a nice day. See him the next day, what happened? man, a truck hit me. I said, ooh, but did you get out the way? Did you get your butt out the way? No, no, you got hit in your butt, didn't you? God, you know, God sent you a messenger, and you don't want to believe it. And I, look, I don't take prophecies. I hear people prophesize, and I, I listen to what they say. But I, I take it with a grain of salt because for a simple reason, I know God can find me. 
I'm not lost in God's eyesight. I'm not lost. I'm not looking. I know they're here. I know they hear me. When I open my mouth, sometimes I don't open my mouth and they still hear me. They hear me. But if a person says to me, and I, I got some nice friends that, that, that prophesy, I will listen to them. But let's say I want to walk down that street. No, I'm going on over to the other side and go down. It's not that I'm I'm not believing them. I'm just ain't taking no chance. That's the difference. You know, if I start arguing with the person, you, look, you don't know who God going to send to you to tell you something. You know, you you might have a dog, a dog sitting there, and you're getting ready to walk somewhere, and the dog grab you by your shirt, pulling you back. Get off of me. I got to get down. The dog keep pulling you. You hit the dog and kick him and everything because he won't, he won't let you go down there. And then when he finally lets you go down there and, and the police say, how did you get down the street here? Say, if you had just came down here about about a minute ago, say, you'd have been killed. You know, but the dog, God was using the dog to hold you. You know, you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to your surroundings. You come out of a store, look around before you start walking to your car. Look and see who's around cars. See a big gang over about three cars from you? Uh-uh. Go back in there and buy me a soda, something, and sit down and drink it. Or go watch some television or something. Because you know if you're down there by yourself and they sneak up on you, won't nobody see. Won't nobody see you at all. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to learn your God. you got to know your God. And if you don't, I say this every week, if you don't know him and you don't learn him, you better start. Because if you ain't serving him, you got to be serving the other one. There ain't nobody in between. Nobody. So with that in mind, I'm looking at this thing here. My time is up. What you can do is come on Wednesday night with me and see if I'm praying here. Let's see if somebody wants to be prayed for that. I'll keep advertising. It's amazing. It is amazing. And you know one thing? After this week, I am not going to advertise this show, and I'm not going to advertise the other one. I put it on everybody's group. It's up to them. I'm going to let them find me. That's what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm going to let them find me because evidently they don't believe what I say, so I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince them that God wants to bless them. I'm not going to do that. Unless God tell me to, but I, so far he, he, he hasn't said nothing to me about keep on advertising and stuff because he showed me, put both of them together. One, I had one for Monday and one for Tuesday on Facebook, but now I put both of them together, Monday and then on Wednesday, it's all on one, like a paragraph, it's all in one, one sentence. So they have no reason not to. And like I said, it ain't up to me. Up to them. And with that in mind, I thank y'all for listening. And be blessed and be careful. And I'll see you Wednesday or next week. One of the two. Goodbye. God be the glory.